is small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey, everybody! Uh, welcome to Rock Solid, your comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. I'm Gary Lucy. What it do? <laughs> what it been? Uh, that's cool, right? What's up, yo? How you doing, Pat? Pat, how was your uh, how was your Foo Fighter adventure? Am I? Uh, oh you? yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to talk about that real quick. Um, uh, Mr. Jimmy Pardo took me to uh, Conan taping this past Thursday because the Foo Fighters were on, mm-hmm. and. Uh, he informed me that the Foo Fighters would be um, taping two songs, one that would air that night and then another one that would air this coming Thursday. Oh. And then he also told me that the Foo Fighters would be playing a concert for staff and their studio audience. Oh. So the Foo Fighters ended up playing seven or eight songs. What? It was, uh, they played about six songs off the new album. Uh-huh. And then they played uh, All My Life and then closed out with uh, Everlong. Nice. And it was, uh, it was fantastic. Uh, Bob Mould from Husker Du oh, cool. uh, played a song with him, the, the song he does on the album, which is um, something Rosemary. I forget the full title. Uh, but, uh, uh, yeah, that Rosemary song. Yeah, and it was, uh, it was great. Lisa Loeb was there. Oh, man, that's great. Jack McBrayer was hanging out. Boy, I saw, I saw Lisa Loeb at uh, Whole Foods once, and she seemed, uh, she seemed haunted. She seemed lonesome. Um, I don't know. She, you know, I, I talked to her. She, she was nice. Okay. okay she hasn't changed a bit. Really? Looks exactly the same. Nice. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, but it was great. The Foo Fighters were great. Uh, Dave Grohl and Taylor did panel that aired last Thursday. And, uh, they were just, you could just tell they really were having fun doing it. Dave's like, hey, tour starts next week and uh, we're already set up and we, and we need to practice. So, uh, <laughs> let's do this. But he went out into the audience and had someone give his pick and let someone strum his guitar for him and, uh, just totally rocked it up. It was it was really cool. Donated some blood. It was really cool to see. The guy's a giver. <laughs> he is. Did you get some uh, autographs? Oh yeah. Um. Uh. My album. There was a stack of albums there, and uh-huh. uh, my Wasting Light album was in the stack. Mm-hmm. And I guess everyone signed except Dave. So, um, right. their their manager said, "I'm going to take all these albums. I'll get Dave to sign them, and I'll mail them back nice. to the Tonight Show." So, um, nice. the answer is yes, but it's not in hand yet. Okay, and then the then uh, the Conan Show will send somebody over to the Tonight Show to pick them up. And uh, oh, did I say the Tonight Show? Did, have I been saying the Tonight <laughs> Show? I always get screwed up. <laughs> no, that's great, Conan Conan O'Brien. Show. Oh man, wow! Congratulations. Well, that's cool. Thanks. That is cool. Thanks for reminding me. I was going to forget. It wasn't on my list of things to talk about. Oh, what is on your list? I don't, I'm, I'm stupid. Oh. On the documentary channel this uh, uh, this month, there's a documentary called New York Doll. Oh, oh yeah, I've seen that. And uh, I, I'm not a New York Dolls fan, really. Uh-huh. They're kind of off my radar. I think I was too young. I just missed it. And But uh, the documentary is about their uh, bass player, Arthur Killer Kane, mm-hmm. who, um, after the band dissolved and he had hard times and drugs and all that stuff, he, he uh, joined the Mormon religion. And then uh, Morrissey wanted to get the dolls back together for some Morrissey fest. Yeah. And so Arthur Killer Kane rejoined uh, the dolls. But it's, uh, man, was it a great documentary. I mean, again, this is a documentary I never even heard of. And uh, all you ever hear about is that fucking Anvil documentary, which yeah, I yeah. think sucks because yeah. they suck. <laughs> and, uh, and this really had a story. And I don't want to give away any of, the, any of the stuff that happened in the story. But it was, it was fascinating. I was... I mean, it was great. What a life! Yeah, yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, check that out. Set so, your yeah, uh, New York doll on the documentary channel. There, there's a documentary channel. There is. Do you have the dish or what do you? Have? I have uh, Directv. Oh, hmm. I just have regular. 
<laughs> so, maybe maybe you can find it on Netflix. Or I maybe, bet I can find it. Yeah, I've seen it though. Yeah, maybe you can buy it on too. iTunes. I bet. Well, you know, I've seen it, but uh, one one could, I'm sure. But so speaking of buying things on iTunes, this uh, well tomorrow or two days ago, as you as you hear this. Uh, there's like 150 great records coming out, and I'm trying. I can't. Oh, I don't this know. week? Yeah. Yes. I, I don't know what I'm going to buy, but I know, like, tops on. I got to get that damn Wild Flag. That thing is. Have you have you have you said, have you heard the Wild Flag song? Roman? No, I actually thought you were going to talk about <sighs> the Alice Cooper sequel album, Welcome <laughs> to My Nightmare, which with two is the number two. Welcome, oh! welcome to. My nightmare, so which what, comes out this week. <laughs> what happens in this one? It, it, it like it's more of like it's more about the problems that Alice has now, like some uh, enlarged prostates and well, stuff like that. Well, I think it's about you know he his his golf game. Yeah, exactly. He uh, can't get under par, and uh, <laughs> but Bob Ezrin returns as producer. Bob Ezrin's produced uh, a bunch of great albums like Kiss Destroyer, and he was Alice's main producer in the seventies and stuff. He has that uh, what's that what's that hotshot gal that used to play with uh, Michael Jackson? Is, Is that her, her name or? Orianthi or Orianthi, yeah, yeah, she's his touring guitarist right now. I saw I saw them on uh, Conan or one of those. There's Leno. There's <laughs> oh, right, right. Why are you watching Leno? <laughs> I was I was waiting for Fallon. Okay, good. but yeah, is he Pearl Jam on Fallon? No, was it great? Damn, yeah, a couple nights. Yeah, it was good. And uh, and uh, once again, yeah, Fallon did great. Eddie Vedder and Eddie Vedder came out and they did a duet about some like balls in my mouth or something like that. It was uh, sweaty balls. <laughs> it was not sweaty balls. Those are delicious. <laughs> How about that? That uh, ice cream. It's been a big <laughs> week, but yeah, it's I, I been a big get, week for ice cream and balls. Gotta get that wild flag. Gotta get that mates estate. Das racist. Has uh, their their albums dropping? Oh, there's also two uh, two reissues coming out this yeah. week. Uh, Two uh, seminal live albums, uh, Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet Band, Live Bullet, and, uh, and Nine Tonight, which is inferior to Live Bullet, but it's it's probably one that people, has more hits on it, so people might like that. He better. was like the... Remastered like, bonus track. He, he was like like Springsteen Jr. back then. He, that was like a good show. Yeah, say. exactly. Yeah. The, old, the older I get, the more sense Bob Seger makes. but um i had another installment in our our uh, our new series um not so great roman not so great moments in rap history oh great we had joan jett last time this time we have uh uh, we're going back to 1991 uh mr brian wilson not the popular relief pitcher but the uh founder of of the uh, beach boys he uh it was going to be the follow-up to that big comeback album that he had produced by eugene landy yeah his therapist yeah his therapist He's a great producer. <laughs> exactly. Now, this is... Um, Do you know Dr. Vinny Bumbach produced uh, <laughs> yeah. the latest Pearl Jam album? Very good. <laughs> the, um, uh, uh, this, this particular track was uh, produced by uh, Matt Dyke, one of the Dust Brothers. Okay. And I think maybe remixed by G- Eugene Landy because it's horrendous. And it's, 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 <laughs> it's Brian's like, oh, yeah, I could, I could probably rap. You know, he's, is it you know, an original song or does he remake it? It's an original song called, it's called Smart Girls. He's trying to make amends for all of his, uh, you know, all the, all the songs he, he sang about dumb girls. Well, I don't, I don't want to overexplain it, but uh, okay. uh, here's uh, Brian Wilson <laughs> with Smart Girls. Kick it! Huh. Like most great rap songs, it starts with a tenor sax. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> Matt, listen. Quit laughing. <laughs> my name is Brian and I'm the man. I write hit songs with the wave of my hand. Songs of surf and sun and sand. I make great music with my band. Songs of dance to and songs of joy. Because I'm the original beach boy. Who were too bright? Uh, 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 
Intelligent chicks that, are dynamite. That might drive me to listen to Wilson Phillips. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, unreleased. They uh, they did not well, release where'd that. Where did you find that? It, would say, it, it floats around. That That's uh, 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 among Beach Boyologists. Sweet Insanity is pretty easy to get a hold of. It's, wow. uh, the, uh, the, uh, and, and four of the songs ended up coming out on later albums. But uh, Anytime the rap starts with the person's name. Yeah, my name is blank. My name is blank. <laughs> Especially if they're here to say. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, wow, that's that's songwriting 101 at least 201 that's terrible that was his first attempt uh, wow uh, uh, would you like to play a game before we get into our topic okay well this is our 10th show congratulations on 10th oh yeah happy anniversary happy anniversary never forget yeah, that's right. <laughs> so since it's the uh, 10th show... No, we're just going to play clips from our past nine shows, right, today? That's oh, all yeah, the, exactly. The best of going to be the best of our last nine. <laughs> because we're stuck in an elevator and we're just reminiscing, <laughs> and this is a clip show. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, uh, this isn't a, um, uh, a $25,000 pyramid game. This is uh, just a rock quiz. Okay. And all the answers will have something to do with the number 10. Should, it, should the silent partner, Matt Bonap, get in on this? Please. Do you want to play? Yeah, jump in. Jump you in if you'd like to. Jump in. Uh, okay, uh, we'll start with um, 10th Avenue Freeze Out. Uh, you know, it's a Springsteen song all about when the big man joined the band. Yeah. What other person, uh, what other uh, band member is mentioned in that song? Uh, it's uh, Bat Scooter. Right, exactly. Okay. Now, who's Bat Scooter? Is that just a, that's like a mythical. Uh, Bat Scooter was, uh, that was actually my, my, my Graham Graham. <laughs> Well, she, used to, she used to come down to the, play drums to the stone pony and, and sit in on and, and she would play a wash tub <laughs> all right Bad number, school. <laughs> number two uh kevin godley and the lol cream were members of 10 cc right is it lol cream or laugh out loud cream I think it's a long cream. Okay, good. Um, what group took uh, their cover of Cat Stevens' Peace Train off of their In My Tribe album after the whole uh, fatwa kerfuffle? 10,000 Maniacs. Exactly. Um, I am here. I, I'm, I'm actually here. <laughs> That's here. Um uh, what song by what uh, 1952 uh, Jump and Jive number by Bull Moose Jackson was covered by Aerosmith on Toys in the Attic? Oh, oh, big ten inch record. Exactly. Bam, bam, boom, bam. Um, go skip down to me. Um, when I was when I was a kid, we thought it was about your penis. <laughs> That's right. Uh, the uh, the uh, record rating uh, website AllMusic.com gives two point five stars on a five scale. Okay. To what artist debut album debut solo album nine on a ten scale? <laughs> That's a Sammy Hagar. Yeah. A real show of humility by Sammy. Yeah. I think he's like, you know what, this is, I, I did my best, but you know, there's room for improvement. I, I like Sammy Hagar, and that is a terrible <laughs> Like a, uh, like a Persian rug. <laughs> exactly. It's always a, a flaw. Leaves a because flaw. Because only Allah is perfect. <laughs> exactly. I'm sure that's what he was thinking. <laughs> Only Allah can drive 55. Well, there's a Van Halen song where he uses 9 on a 10 scale in the lyric. He says, how about a 9 on a 10 scale, long legs, straight on up to her lunch pail. Ooh. Oh, oh. Wow. Sammy. Sammy. Sammy likes the ladies. Yeah, yeah. He is a poet. Okay. March 1991, London Bridge Studio in Seattle. Band goes in. A band named after? Pearl Jam 10. Exactly. 
But okay, tell me. Band the album's name. Their original name was Mookie Blaylock. Exactly. He was a point guard for the uh, Seattle SuperSonics, and his number was ten. Right. And uh, yeah, uh, yeah. He played for the Warriors. He played for the Nets and the Hawks and uh, University of Oklahoma. All right, Matt. Matt is on the board. Way to uh, go, Matt. Okay. Uh, check. Check. I just pulled the mic cord out. Check. Okay. Um, big audio dynamite. Uh, I think it was their second or third album was called Number Ten Upping Street. Who lives at Number Ten Downing Street? That would be the sure. Prime Minister. Exactly. That's Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> no, it's not, that's Is it Sherlock Holmes? That's on Baker Street. That was my <laughs> guess. Jerry Rafferty <laughs> made that famous. Uh, um, okay, I'm going to uh, name four songs that are quite long. And you tell me which and, one and is... you have to sing them. You have to sing them in their entirety. Okay, are you ready? You have to tell me which one is not over ten minutes long. Okay. A, Achilles' Last Stand, Led Zeppelin. B, Bat Out of Hell, Meatloaf. C, Cowgirl in the Sand, Neil Young. D, Marquee Moon Television. Achilles' Last Stand. Ooh, that is 10 minutes and 28 seconds. Oh, I thought that was like... I'm going to guess uh, Bad Out of Hell. It's correct. 9 minutes, 56 seconds. Damn. Man, Matt's catching up. Okay, so we get... That was uh, number eight. Okay. Um, What's the premise of this? Uh, everything, this has a, everything has a 10 in it. Oh, it has, has a 10 in it. Okay. It has to do okay. with the number 10. All right. Um, and how did... Okay, 10th Avenue Freeze. Okay. <laughs> yeah. right. what, so, what, uh, what orchestral piece written in 1928... Became a top forty single in nineteen eighty because it was included on the soundtrack of a sexy comedy directed by Blake Edwards. Okay, that comedy was ten. Yes, Bolero. Yes, exactly. Ravel's Bolero made the top forty. What is Bolero? Is correct. And finally, I'm going to uh, list off some cities. Okay. <laughs> you tell me. Uh, tell me which album was recorded <laughs> over the course of ten days in. Detroit, Buffalo, Cleveland, Toronto, Montreal, Boston, New Haven, Pittsburgh, Rochester, South Yarmouth, Massachusetts, and Providence, Rhode Island. Okay, so this. Okay, go ahead. That was. Uh, you mind? How many? Ten cities. There's ten cities. Yeah, and uh, this concert was very. Uh, it was. Uh, it, it really uh, had a lot of energy. You might say it was very the intensity. In- intensity. Exactly. Intensity. Ted intensities. Nugent. Ted Nugent. He recorded. He recorded his album. It wasn't a live album per se, but he he recorded uh, ten new songs. Ten new live. songs. Right. And uh, over the last ten days of the, that in- tour, including such titles as "My Love Is Like a Tire Iron." Yeah. <laughs> because I like it stiff as steel. Um, <laughs> spontaneous combustion. Uh, Jailbait. Yeah, Jailbait's on there. Jailbait's a great song. And I think. He, um, I think he- Predator. He does a, a version of "Land of a Thousand Dances." I know that album. I have. You, yeah, it sounds like it sounds like you're the expert of that up. That's very good. Intensities, intensities. So that's uh, that is uh, show ten for you. All right, all right. Take it easy. Now the topic for all show right. 10. Oh yeah, we're just getting started. Yes, we're just. <laughs> that can't be the the end of the show. Yeah. The topic this week is uh, we're doing uh, songs with girls' names either as the title or a girl's name in the title. Now and and we're trying to stay away from the obvious like Roxanne mm-hmm. and Allison and My Sharona Ooh. and Rosalita. I'm going to need a pen. Hold on. Uh oh, you got no, some no, cross no, off. No. So we, yeah, we're trying to stay because everyone knows those and and I think a lot of people like those. So we're trying to maybe introduce you to a song that you haven't heard before or maybe a song that you forgot about. At least that's what I did. That's what we try to do here. Yeah. Uh, that is that is the mission of Rock Solid in as much as uh, there is one. And uh, this was suggested by a listener, I think, this topic. I can't remember. What's, I thought this was your topic. Maybe I stole it from a listener. Let's try to take credit. I just, oh, oh, speaking of the listener, real quick. I, I don't know the guy's name. He made us a great new um, logo. A new, oh, yeah. Matt, somebody. I, I, uh, I gave him a shout-out on the Facebook page. Yeah, Go to our Facebook uh, page and yeah, like he did Yeah, he did a mock-up. Did you see this, Matt? A mock-up of the, um, Black Keys. Uh, of the Black Keys album cover, but it says... Uh, 
This is a podcast. This is a podcast. It's hosted by Pat Francis and Gary Lucy. It's called The Name of the Moon is Rock. And it looks exactly like that album cover. So even though I didn't get behind that CD, I definitely get behind this mock-up of that cover. Matt, you should like us on Facebook. It's fun. Yeah, man. Really get over there. You really it's, should. It's, it's nice. It's nice. Uh, so anyway, so these are all uh, uh, girl names. Okay. This is what we have here. And uh, uh, do you want to start? I can start. No, you have more, so I'm going to let you start. Okay, I'll start here. This, um, uh, I'm just, I'm just going to come straight out the box with one I think that'll uh, just uh, blow your socks off. Okay. This is, um, this is by a Los Angeles band named Czar from... Uh, the year 2000 and uh, it's about a very specific girl because it gave a last name too okay. and, it, and a description of her uh, it's called uh, Kathy Fong is the bomb I like it this is your new favorite song check this out Some high fructose corn syrup right there. That is awesome. Give me, I'm going to write that down. What's the name of the band? Czar. Uh, T-S-A-R. Uh, uh, it's a self-titled. Uh, a lot of, so many good songs in there. I don't Someone, know you know, a, a listener um, um, Facebooked me about this and said, I need to hear this uh, album. So, Oh, gonna, you are going to love it. Yeah, what's the album called? It's just called Czar. And uh, you're, it's, uh, if you find it, it'll cost a dollar. Oh, okay. It's, yeah, it's one of those bargain businesses. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's so good. Okay, great. Anyway, so what, uh, what, what, what say you about the ladies? I am going to say that this, uh, this, uh, this song is uh, from 1987, mm -hmm. and it's from an uh, artist named Danny Wilson. It's from an album oh, called yeah. Meet Danny Wilson. Yeah. And I don't know what it is about this song. I liked it from the first time I, uh, I ever heard it, and I call this um, one of my mental patient songs. <laughs> it's a song that I can hear over and over and over and over and over again, and I never get sick of it. And it's called Mary's Prayer. Good call. This is good. Is Being here is heavenly. Every single day she sends. Everything is free. I used to be so careless. If I couldn't Did I have to make this place When I was Mary's prayer Suddenly the heavens rolled Suddenly the rain came down Suddenly it was washed away I 
I just like the lyric, uh, I used to be so careless as if I couldn't care less. I love it. <laughs> I miss that. That is good. That's just good, right? I made such a big mistake when I was Mary's Prayer. I, I just, I love that song. I don't know what it is about it, but, and I think I've tried to listen to the rest of the album, and I don't really like the rest of the album. Now, this is, uh, D- Danny Wilson, that's one of those deals where there's no Danny Wilson. It's a group called Danny Wilson? Yeah, I, yes, I think so. And the album's called Meet Danny Wilson, right. but... Yeah, the artist. Yeah, that's the opposite of what happens nowadays. Now it's like one person, but they have a band name like Cat Power or Iron right, One exactly. or something like that. Ah, musicians. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of mental patients, uh, most of these girl name songs are the traditional girl name songs. It's a guy singing about a girl that broke his heart. This one is a is a is a guy singing from the point of view of a woman who didn't break his heart but is trying to mend his heart. In fact, it's uh, she's a professional heart mender. Ind- indeed, she's a social worker. It's uh, it's called uh, Geraldine, and it's by a Scottish band called Glass Vegas. Have you heard this? This came out in 2009. Awesome. I always thought this would be like good if John Hughes was still around. He probably would have used this in one oh, of his yeah, movies. Oh, yeah, this is a John Hughes, yeah. definitely. yeah. Song. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, and the last line is, uh, I'm Geraldine, I'm your social worker. <laughs> so I, I, don't know, just, uh, I don't think I've ever heard a song like that. Really, uh, anyway, I like it. That's, that goes out to all you social workers. Yeah. <laughs> Listen in. Um. <laughs> <laughs> like Roxanne was a social worker, in a way, I think. In a way. Yeah. She, was, she was paid for her work. Well, so is Geraldine, but, uh, yeah, but different methods, different, yeah. more, more schooling. Lower, higher bar of entry. <laughs> anyway, uh, who's next? All right. Uh, when you said Geraldine, I thought we were going to flip Wilson <laughs> some type of a Watch it, sucker! <laughs> this song is uh, this is from 1984. This is by uh, a man named Lou Reed. And oh. this is from uh, New Sensations, where he tried to, his best, I think, to have a, a pop hit yeah. with a song called uh, I Love You, Suzanne. Yeah. You broke my heart and you made me cry. You said I couldn't dance. And now I'm back to let you know that I can really make one man. Almost a rap. You do what you gotta do. You do everything you can. You do what you want to do. Hey, but I love you, Suzanne. You do anything once. You try anything twice. You do what you gotta do. Hey, but I love you, Suzanne. And that's just a that's a, just a three minute little pop song. I think there was a video for it on MTV. And it, yeah, it was a nice. Is that the one where he's like a robot and he's pulling his face apart? The, no, that uh, is. Um, uh, or is that that's that, Love Is Trust? No money, no money down. No money down. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, was yeah. from his album that followed this. Mistrial. Yes, I was gonna. That was gonna be my 
bad moment in hip hop history was that original rapper. Original rapper, oh, right? Oh man, everyone but, tried it. He seems miserable. He seems like if I saw him, I would run the other direction. I know he's. Well, you know he's. He has an album coming out in November. Huh. Lou Reed and Metallica. Oh, and it's called Lulu, and uh, <laughs> we'll we'll talk more about that when it comes out. But that's an interesting combination. They actually recorded a whole album of new material together. Interesting. So I'll just, I'll give that a listen. Probably some dead bodies in the studio that day. Uh, speaking of Suzanne, I wanted to go to a. Uh song about someone named Susan. This is uh, by a band called the Buckinghams, which you might know from kind of a drag. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like a 60s band. What year is this? Uh, I, I believe this is from 1968, and you you could, there's a point where you could really tell that it's 1968. Uh, go, go ahead do, and hit that, Matt. Do they yell the year out in the middle of the song? <laughs> Let's do it. It's 1968. What's up, 68? It starts out kind of nice. There's like some... Uh, Susan... Looks like I'm losing. A lot of rhyming dictionary kind of lyrics. Susan, you're really confusing me. Kind of some association background vocals. Matt, if you could, could you take us to about one minute and 20 seconds in? And you'll see where the acid kicks in. It's, uh... Right about here. <laughs> it, it sounded like Frankie Valli in the Four Seasons yeah. for a second. Yeah. We're halfway through a three-minute song now. What the F? <laughs> <laughs> the pterodactyl flying he's, through. He's killing Susan. Yeah. <laughs> Helter Skelter's coming down fast. What the hell happened? <laughs> I don't know. Was this the Buckinghams with Lou Reed? Is that, <laughs> this sounds like metal machine music. <laughs> but then we're like, wait a minute. <laughs> like, like, took a bathroom break. <laughs> Seems like a mistake was yeah. made in the studio that day. Uh, it's how they meant it to be. And then it just kind of gets back into now the... it sounds a little bit like Three Dog Night here. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Share that with a special Susan in your life. That's crazy. <laughs> I love that one. Wow. <laughs> okay. Thank you, sure. Buckingham. <laughs> no problem. Uh, now, you know, the, the record label, they said, okay, this is going to be a single. We're going to cut it right here. <laughs> That's going to be a 60-second <laughs> song. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. It's going to be a little ditty. <laughs> All right. My next song comes. This was uh, from this band's comeback album in 1999. The album was called No Exit, and this is a song by Blondie. And when I heard this song, I thought, Oh my God, this new Blondie album is going to be awesome. And it was not awesome. <laughs> it was not a good album. But this song is called Maria, and this is awesome. Oh, yeah. I said awesome 10 times. <laughs> I'm so glad you picked this. This was on my list till the very last second. In fact, it might be even on there. Okay. But uh, yeah, this is the song rules. She moves like she don't care. Smooth as silk, cool as air. Clem Burke on drums. He's he's a he's a machine. He's great. Guy. He was in the Ramones for a little bit. Yeah, he played with the Plimsolls a while. He did too. He was Elvis Ramone. <laughs> Elvis. Ramone. Yep. Yeah, that's funny. Where's that big chorus?
I just love that. Go insane and out of your mind. <laughs> Both you things. See Maria. Yep. Exactly. Everything. Then called Geraldine. Man, they couldn't. This No Exit album bummed me out so bad because they couldn't even give me one more song that was as good as Maria. Yeah. Was that? Did that one of those song doctors or something on there? Or uh... Uh, it was actually written by the keyboard player. Oh, okay. Uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Destry. Destry. Yeah. yeah. That was uh, Matt Winnaway? Yeah. I, got a, I got a quick uh, Maria story. Okay, oh yeah, let's hear it. <laughs> quick producer interlude. Um, I was getting uh, something added to, I have one tattoo, and I was getting mm. something added to it mm. on, sun, on the Sunset Strip, where when that song came out, and um, this big, burly, tattoo biker guy was in the tattoo parlor, and uh, that song came on, and he goes, man... Debbie Harry, she still got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Um, well, he obviously did not see her <laughs> on that tour like I did. Um, I, speaking of that, that I, I had a Maria story. That, it was uh, 1999. I, I'd lived here like four, six months or something. And um, I had my uh, first big job at uh, Win Ben Stein's Money over in, uh, taped over at the KTLA Studios. And... Uh, and I, yeah, I didn't know what the hell I was doing, and and I, and, and I was like, oh, I'm an imposter. Everyone's gonna find out that I don't belong here. I'm gonna get shipped back to Oregon. And then uh, uh, I hear this, uh, I hear a joyful noise coming from the next soundstage where they tape Mad TV. Okay, and I wander in there, and it's uh, Blondie rehearsing Maria. Yay! And oh my god, this is I'm I'm in show business. This is great. This is like it was the coolest thing. I had like a my own private Blondie concert. I loved Blondie. Yeah. In the early eighties, I you know cut the pictures out of People magazine and yeah. make those collages. Debbie and Harry and, was was. <sighs> One hot number. Named after Hitler's dog. You know that. Blondie? The band is? Yeah. yeah I not, did not know that. Not the uh, comic strip, but yeah, Hitler had this prized <laughs> Alsatian named Blondie. It's Blondie without an E at the end, but uh, that's what they... Uh, that's what, that's what they need. Wow, after. that's it. That's it. Look at that. Look what we're bringing to you. Yeah, a little trivia for you there. Uh, okay, boy. Uh, uh, coming back, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm still lost down memory lane there a little bit, but I will... Uh, let me throw this one at you. This is a... Um, a, a Seattle group from 1992. So many great bands there. And um, this is a uh, – uh, uh, speaking of a minute-long ditty, this is not too much longer than a minute, but it has like everything in there that you need. It's, uh, it's called Anne, and it's by Flop. <laughs> That's Flop, uh, led by uh, Rusty Willoughby, and uh, who, with a, a few other like sub pop guys, had a uh, cheap trick cover band called Sick Man of Europe. Oh yes, yeah. Was it? Is that a cheap trick song? That that, that that is a cheap trick song. Just uh, on their last album, they used oh. to. Um, I think Cheap Trick used to. That might have been their original name, really? Sick Man of Europe. Interesting. Yeah. Wow, learning yeah. a lot of things here today. I know. And before that, they were called um, Himmler's Dog. That's and it's ballsy to name your band Flop. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's like a movie. What's your movie called? It's called Turkey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's called Clothes for Repairs. Put that on the marquee. Doesn't have legs. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, we're going to learn some more because my next song yes. is, uh, is from 1982 by a band that you and I both like, Utopia. Yeah. It's a, from an album called Swing to the Right. Uh-huh. And this is a song. It's, uh, it's called Lysistrata. Yeah. And Lysistrata persuades the women of Greece to withhold sexual gratification from their husbands and lovers uh, as a means of forcing the men to negotiate peace. Mm-hmm. And uh, Todd Rundgren took this, and uh, and even the lyrics are pretty straightforward, just like what I just told you. But it, it, it has that classic Rundgren utopia sound. So this is Lysistrata. Lysistrata. I got. I well. He's got to reform Utopia and just do one little summer. Just jaunt. do a little summer jaunt for us. We'll go. We'll, I'll go to the Orange County Fair and see that. No, they'll come to the Canyon Club, buddy. Yeah. Okay. I'll go. Okay. We'll, that's we'll even go closer. Out there. Yeah. That's, that's we'll hitchhike it. Uh, when I first, I, I thought that was. <laughs> we can. We can drive there, Gary. Oh, okay. Not pick, me pick me up. Pick me up. Okay. That's good. <laughs> uh, I thought. I did think before I knew anything about no Greek. Uh, History. I, I did think that was Liz Estrada, <laughs> and I thought she was gonna. Well, I, gotta, I have to be honest with you. I my my wife uh, told me what that is about. She goes, "Oh, you know who Liz Estrada is?" I'm like, "Yeah, man, it's that girl in the song." <laughs> and she's like, "No, dummy." And then she told me, and then I'm like, "Oh, okay." Um, Thanks, wife. This is gonna be one that's about. It's a girl's name song that has no girls' names in it. But hey. it's one of the. But I thought it did. Speaking of that Liz Estrada thing, okay. This and it's it's just it's one of the greatest songs of all time. At uh, it was one of those mishearing things. I thought it was pulling muscles for Michelle, <laughs> but it turns out it's pulling muscles from Michelle. You're cheating. I love this song though. Let's sing it wrong, Gary. Get ready. <laughs> Pulling muscles for Michelle. Pulling muscles for Michelle. That makes sense, right? I, yeah. As much as anything else. But that's. So, so what is he doing? Is he. Is he um, like I think he's having sex with her, and he pulls a muscle oh, for Michelle. I think that's what happened. Or, or is maybe he, he's thinking about Michelle? Yeah, pulling on his muscle, pulling on his muscle for <laughs> Michelle. All but right. that's uh, no. It, what is it about that song? It's just so like if you read the lyrics and you it, like it's just it's just describing like a holiday. Yeah, you know, just like things you might do on vacation. But there's such a sense of like dread in it, and just like yeah. it's kind of full of the stuff of life. Just like you know, you listen to that song and you realize. 
we're all going to die someday, but it's <laughs> we'll have some laughs along but the way. That, but, and it's so upbeat that that yeah. would go into my uh, mental patient list too, because yes. I could listen to that song over and over and over Hell again. Hell yes, faux show. All right, now my next song. A lot of people write songs about a women that broke their hearts mm-hmm. or women that they're in love with, but there's only one guy that could write a song about a woman who is dead, but he's in love with right now. Oh, that would be Alice Cooper. <laughs> This is from Welcome to My Nightmare, 1975, and this is called Cold Ethel. It's about necrophilia. That's Cold Ethel. <laughs> now remember, kids, that was from Welcome to My, to My Nightmare, and the sequel to that album comes out this week. Man, what, is he going to take it to the next level? <laughs> you know, what, what, what happened with Eminem? I don't know. Well, I'll tell you, she's as frigid as an Eskimo pie. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was a good call. That was, Cold uh, Ethel. She ought to be, because Ethel's dead. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> I, I, like that. I, love this. I love the single entendre. There's no... Like, I know. Uh, is he singing about a dead girl? No, he is. Yeah, he, he is. It's a, a dead girl. <laughs> um, from the ridiculous to the sublime, this is like, okay, you think of your great Eleanor songs, you got your Eleanor Rigby, and you got your uh, Turtles, uh, Eleanor, I think you swell, you're my pride and joy, etc. Oh, friend of the show. Yeah, 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 flowing in there. A friend of Never Not Fun. Uh, this is... Um, uh, this is a guy named Wes Cunningham. He had uh, he had a major label album in 1998, and then and then uh, this one called Pollyanna in 2002, and disappeared from the face of the earth. But man, I heard this song on KCRW. I about drove my car into a ditch. It was just like <laughs> it's just so. It's like oh, it's it's gorgeous. Listen to it. I love She's the girl I'm living for. Imagine if you're going out with somebody named Eleanor. That's a slam dunk. You yeah. put that on a mixtape. Absolutely. Do you know any Eleanors? I don't. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't either. Even Springsteen, with he's written a song about almost every girl's name, and, and he doesn't even have an Eleanor. Oh, wow. Yeah. He, even had to, he had to make up like names. I think he ran out of so many. <laughs> like, he just made up names. Yeah, this one's for Roger Marie. <laughs> <laughs> Roger Marie. Yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> my uh, my last one is uh, I know Gary has a couple more, but my last one is uh, from this uh, one of my favorite artists of all time. Uh, he's uh, not successful, <laughs> and uh, but he can sure write a pop song. This is from uh, his 1982 debut. This is Marshall Crenshaw oh. with Marianne. Yeah, I love the tambourine there. 
I think we all need to write Marshall Crenshaw a letter of an apology for like for not making him yeah big and successful. I don't know. I mean, he did everything right, but I don't. I know. It just wasn't. I don't know what it was. He looked cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was maybe he was born too early. Maybe like yeah. Maybe like he would have been more embraced in uh, a later time. Yeah. Um, or maybe in an <laughs> earlier time. Maybe um, he was born too late. Maybe he would have been better like in the fifties or sixties. Uh, or maybe yeah. So just a born at the wrong time, I guess. Um, Matt, did you have a uh, a thing? Or, or oh, oh, you were you were anticipating, or no, you? I'm, I'm saying yeah for that one. Oh, oh, you want to hear that? Okay. Um, All right, Matt. Matt has a pick. Let's let's uh, hear that for our uh, for our uh, going out music. Oh, okay. And uh, uh, give us uh, give us one of this song. Give us um, this one. Uh, imagine if you were in love with a girl and she wasn't dead, but she was in fact the German measles. And then you would have this uh, lovely ode from the Smokin' Popes called Rubella. Hear the name, he liked it. He thought it was sounded like a girl's name. So yeah, you cut all those like you know, I'm infected with your love and all that stuff. So yeah, that's like that's like the song I wrote for Hooping Cough, Glenda. Hooping Cough, Pertussis Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I like all this. I like all these girl songs that we picked this week. I, I thought for sure you were gonna pick Beth by Kiss. Maybe I know, that was too well, obvious. Again, just yeah, I know, and I know that everyone's gonna flood the Facebook now with. How did you leave off Allison and Veronica? And but you know that's we're trying to do ones that we didn't didn't think you knew. But I was I was going to try to counter program uh, with Beth with this one. It's um, by uh, Butch Walker and the Let's Go Out Tonight's. It's about someone who's who's so strung out on this girl Beth. How it's, many? I'm sorry. How it, many bands does this guy have? He's got a million he's bands. Got the Marvelous, Marvelous Three. Three. He's all over the place. <laughs> he's, yeah. He's, Go ahead. Uh, but uh, he's so strung out on Beth. Uh, uh, she's like Beth Amphetamine. Is the name of this song. <laughs> He's a total Beth head. <laughs> <laughs> Just yawn. <laughs> I said, "Yay!" Oh, they yawned. Urgh. 
No, that's that's exciting. Great. That's happening. Yeah. I gotta get in. I gotta like more Butch Walker. I like the Marvelous Three, and then he kind of fell off my radar. I love that. Yeah, Freak of the Week song was awesome. Oh yeah. I think I think he's one of them song doctor guys now. He writes for like Kelly Clarkson, yeah, or Avril, Avril Lavigne, yeah. and, and pops up on all those all those albums. But good and good for him. He's he, making a he's got his own money. He's got his own thing. So that was uh, that was good. I, I I could I could do this all day, but I won't I won't uh, I won't I won't go on anymore with the people. But um, oh, you had a, a, a giveaway. Yeah, I had a giveaway, and we yeah. uh, I want to I want to thank everyone for sending in their uh, the replies. For for the, the Foo Fighters. Mm-hmm. What I'm going to do is I'm going to announce who won it. Uh, what I did is I just put everyone in a hat and mm-hmm. pulled it out. Mm-hmm. And this is going to go to, and I hope I pronounce your name uh, correctly, Mark Stockslogger. What? Mark Stockslogger. He won the he won the patent book, too. He did? Yeah, he's a damn. This guy is <laughs> he's the, the only person listening. The one-man army. From Raleigh, North Carolina. All right, I should have shown the winner to you first. <laughs> and you could have said, don't give it to him. The guy's winning win. all kinds of stuff. Um, do you have a, do you, did you bring any other names with you? Like Maybe like maybe we should have a like, limit of one prize per... per uh... oh, that, but I already said his name, so I can't... Well, you meant to say he won the patent book, and you're going to announce the Foo Fighters winner later. You think I should give it to one of these other guys? What do you think, Matt? I already said his name. Yeah, well, do you have it right there? I have other names right here I can yeah, reach in. Okay, hold on. Okay. Mark Lodge. Sorry, Mark. Oh, here's our winner. Pinto Fernando. Yay! Or maybe it's Fernando Pinto. Either way, if Either one way. of those two names <laughs> is yours in any order, um, I, will, uh, I will email you all the information on how to download the new Foo Fighters album for free, Wasting Light, and I will wait until you actually hear the episode and you're surprised. So I'll do this, like, Sunday. Okay, cool. I'll, I'll, I'll uh, keep it on the download, too. Yeah. And, uh, and Mar- if, uh, Mark, I'll, I'll uh, bump you off a copy of that if you're, if you're really counting on it. But speaking of giveaways, um, if, you, if we didn't play your favorite girl song, Please, by all means, go to uh, our Facebook page, like us there, go to Twitter, follow us there. Let us know what we should have played, you know, post, uh, post a video of it, just let us know. And uh, well, I like to post the, post the video if there's a video fun. for the girls. It's always song. fun. Yeah. yeah, to see those. I've, I've learned, I've, I've discovered so many great things from you guys, and I appreciate it. We'll pick one winner at random and give them a copy of the great new book, Record Collecting for Girls, Unleashing Your Inner Music Nerd One Album at a Time. Perfect. By uh, Courtney E. Smith, who is... Uh, she was uh, she was going to be here today, but she's on a book tour. But uh, we'll uh, have her in at a later later time. But I'm reading it now. It's a lot of fun. So if you'd like to win uh, record collecting for girls, uh, yeah, tell us your favorite girl name song on our Facebook page or Twitter. And then one more recommendation for me. Um, this is on iTunes. Uh, just type in, go to iTunes Music Store. Type in the Bridge School Collection. Oh, you are going to find uh, every year um, Neil Young does these. Uh, uh, these acoustic concerts to raise money yeah. for the Bridge School, mm-hmm. and you're going to find so many artists that you didn't even know were at these shows. You're going to find uh, Cowboy Junkies and Ben Harper and Eddie Vedder solo and and Hootie and the Blowfish. I know it sounds like it's dated, but there's there's lots of crazy artists on oh, here. Lou Reed, Lost Lonely Boys, yeah, Metallica. Yeah. Who, you don't you don't want to hear Metallica do uh, Fade to Black uh, acoustic? Why not? Patty Smith, Pearl Jam. Just go type in Bridge School Collection, and, and you're going to find. Tons of cool songs for 99 cents, and the money goes to a good cause. goes to Autism Research? What is that? I, think? I think that's what it is, yeah. something like that. Good stuff. So uh, I think we're going to leave you now with uh, Matt's Choice, and uh, uh, this goes out to my beautiful wife, uh, who, uh, who's uh, walking around uh, St. Andrews with a uh, sandwich in her pocket. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, uh, this has been rock solid. So Matt, go ahead and take that away if you want to. Goodbye. Peace. This was on my list. This is on my list. I know. My wife doesn't listen to this show. Why would I put it on her? <laughs> Could not find any. <laughs>